you kind of deep down know when you need a change, you feel it. You feel it in your gut, you feel it in your bones, whatever, whatever you wanna say. When something's not working, you do know. And it's just a matter of whether it's the right time to change or whether you're you're confident enough to make that change knowing you need to. Bartending for me was just a way to stay young forever. I was like, why, why is this not working? Because I wasn't changing. Starting a business for the first time can be scary because often you're just not changing your line of work, but also who you are as a person. Ryan Hodgins from Red Moose Realty made that change five years ago and he has some hard-earned lessons for those people in life that think they aren't cut out for running a business because with a little bit of work, you might be surprised what you can accomplish. Let's take a listen. I've been in it almost five years now, but really gained traction over the last probably two. And when you're starting out, really you can't, not can't, but you shouldn't really deny opportunities or business anywhere. So. Um, I'm all over the place. I've, I've been to Pembroke to do a deal. I've been to Cornwall. I've been Orleans, Canada, Barhaven, uh, Kempville. You know, I, I reach out cause I can sell anywhere in Ontario. Mm -hmm. So the first few years, really, it's just trying to, to grow networks wherever they may be. Um, and, and just try and represent, represent my clients, whoever they may be, wherever they may be as best I can. And then, you know, I, I have thought about specializing, I guess you'd call it, or, or concentrating in Kempville or, or Barhaven as well, because that's where I live. But um, Kempville's always been a place that I feel like I should be zeroing in on because of the, um, the history I've had. And, and yeah, it's a, it's a place where I think one day, ideally, I might do more to a lot of my business out of Campville. Well, but. you're saying you want to special, like why would you want to be specializing? Is it just because you're saying it's like a network, like you have yeah. some roots, people know you, is that, is that important? Yeah, so I wouldn't call, spe like specializing, I'm specializing in real estate, residential real estate. Yeah. What I mean by specializing is kind of, um, they call it farming a community in real estate where, where once you've gained some traction, um, your network will help you grow. Uh, in the sense of referral network is huge for me. Like I like to work hard for people and then hopefully they're happy with what I've done and then they refer me to the next one, right? But, and that could be anywhere. That I, I could end up with a referral out in Cornwall or something. But at the end of the day, as a real estate agent, you wanna sometimes, as time goes by, zero in on an area where you might be heavily advertising a little more, trying to to be a part of the, that specific community a little more just to try and i guess i wouldn't say monopolize mm -hmm. that market but but at least try to be that person that people thinks about no, and it's hard happen. to be that person in every single part of the town so that's why in real estate most of the time you end up eventually farming a community mm -hmm. and Kempville or Barhaven or both is something that i've uh, ever since I got into the industry, I've thought about 
farming when the when the time is right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, also, kind of a fitting term too. Once you know, I mean, there's a little bit of a farming, you know, huge. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, my mom uh, sold seed to farmers for a living, so um, yeah. yeah, farming is is it's kind of no pun intended, but <laughs> but yeah, it <laughs> pun is. Pun but pun intended, exactly. So. <laughs> So yeah, it's kind of, uh, Campville's always been special to me and it obviously has special people here that, that I still, you know, my best friends are still my best friends today that I, that I went to elementary school from Campville, right? So it's a community that I always kind of knew, uh, whether it's business or pleasure or, or just being a part of, uh, you know, whether I live here or not, I'll always probably try and be a part of this community. That's so, cool, right? Like, yeah. Does that, does that make it? Is that almost like a maybe like a goal to say like like you saying well it's a, this is a growing community right so that's yep. a one like rational reason you would pick this location but mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that would that still be that kind of goal like does that kind of give you that that drive to say yeah let's let's pick this place where I can work with a you know in my community better my community that kind of thing yeah like my drive to be quite honest has always been very personal to me because mm-hmm. like. I'm, I'm, I'm a very independent individual and what drives me probably doesn't drive everybody. Like I, I really, I do like to help people, but I don't love, um, working per se. Let's put it to you this way. Like I work to me is is a means to an end. Everybody has to make money. Everybody has to work. Is there something I'd rather be doing? Of course. But if, if I've chosen this job as my living, then I take it seriously. I try to do it as best I can. And, you know, and, and the work ends up becoming more pleasurable, I find, you know, over time. So, um, so what's the main motivator then? The main motivator for me usually is helping people. That's kind of where I ended up finding the passion in real estate is I didn't love the long hours. I don't love being up till one in the morning, like submitting paperwork and doing all this kind of stuff. But what I ended up identifying with and enjoying was going out with people and and looking at houses and, and helping them understand why this house might be good for them and why that one might not be through things that they might not be seeing, but I am. So in a sense, helping people get into a home is really where I kind of found the passion, like just helping them get along that way. And the paperwork and all the other fluff that comes along with it is, is just part of the job that I may not enjoy as much, but, um, but yeah, what, what motivates me in this industry and to keep getting up and doing the paperwork and doing the deals is, is honestly like seeing people, get to their end goal of home purchasing and then seeing how happy they are with that house after they're in it and then hearing, you know, from them about what they've done to it and, you know, this and that. And that's where the passion came from. And, well, and what yeah. were you doing enough before that? Like, I, I think I was more of trying to figure out like my first couple of years where I just wasn't um, as successful, I suppose you yeah, could yeah. say is, is I think it was more or less me trying to figure out, the dynamic of, of working for myself and owning my own kind of, you know, I'm an independent contractor technically. So yeah. trying to figure out how to build a business, I think was my first couple years struggle and mm-hmm. trying to, trying to get an idea of, of, of how, um, to present myself, how to make people understand that I'm, that I'm, you know, somebody that they can trust to do 
you know, to do what I say I can do, which is help you buy a house. So the first few years, I think I was stunted in, in the fact that I, I just was struggling trying to figure out how this all worked. <laughs> I think that's so, really important though, right? Yeah. Cause like I, I'm in the same boat as you for the number of years, like five mm-hmm. years, well, maybe I'm on, it's, it's the time flies five to seven years in that yeah. area. Right. And, and it's, we were talking right before this, just about like those habits that you have and you think, like when you first start, you might think, oh, I'm going to get into real estate or I'm going to get into marketing or I'm getting into this. I'm just going to go and do the work. But it's not just that. It's those habits of 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 communicating your worth to people. Right. Of, yep. of, of getting up, you know, staying up till 1 a.m. You know, it's all yeah. Well, the understanding of what it takes. And, exactly. and then once you understand it, I, I find it's a lot easier to execute. It's It's like having a plan and then executing. It's so much easier to get where you want to be with plans and goals, which, which you also learn over time. But, but then, you know, that's all part of it. Like, like understanding what you're doing and where you want to go is essentially the same as, as building a a business and, and planning and goal setting to get there. And I, I, I guess learning that aspect of building a business was what, you know, you know, it took the couple of years to, to get going, Mm -hmm. I suppose. But, um, so you started yeah. off, and, and right beforehand, again, uh, we were talking that you've been in a couple different realty uh, yeah. companies, right? And what was it, and you were telling me also about what this one, this this one, the the Red Moose, right? Yeah. Uh, what was it different that kind of really started changing things for you? Because I think people yeah. really need to hear about that. Yeah, for sure. It's more or less... <sighs> How do I start this? Like I, I, I didn't stumble into real estate, but I got into it in a way that um, it definitely, like I, I was a server bartender for 10 years in, in the market in Ottawa. And um, I kind of ended up not wanting to do that any longer. I find that that industry has a shelf life and I needed to, to figure out my next steps into another industry. Um, I had a few connections at that time to real estate people um, who were, uh, you know, advising me, maybe I should get into to real estate, um, did the college and then boom, all of a sudden within a year, I'd, I'd gone from a full-time bartender to, to a real estate agent. All like, okay, now you're a real estate agent. So, <laughs> so yeah, so then uh, I, I, w- I joined Sutton Group, which is a Canadian owned uh, real estate company and very good people uh, the owner is is an awesome guy um worked for them for two and a half three years and just kind of got got my legs under me a bit in the industry tried to tried to learn what i needed to learn um was working in a, in a team and i just think that when i started i affiliated myself in the wrong place mm-hmm. in a sense of it's not just about going to school, learning the business and, you know, school only teaches you so much in any industry you go into. You, once you get into that industry, you realize there's a whole bunch of other things you need to learn. And normally that comes from a mentor or somebody that, that decides, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to teach this person how the business really works. Yeah. And, um, I'm not, it's nobody's job to, to teach me. It's, you know, I, it's, uh, it's my job to learn with that being said, I just don't think I, I had the right affiliations at the time with the right people, which matters quite a bit. Um, and then like I told you before, two years ago, I switched 
brokerages went from Sutton Group to a brand new upstart brokerage that opened in January of 2017 called Red Moose Realty. Um, and the owner actually knew me from Sutton Group. He used to work there as well. And yeah, he's, the, yeah, he's the one that, that um, built Red Moose. And in about December of 2016, he contacted me and, and uh, he, he told me about, a bit about what he was doing and asked me if, if I wanted to be a part of it. And I, uh, I spent a month or two thinking about it. And at that time in my life, I really needed a change of direction. I knew real estate would, would be something that, that uh, if I put in the work and the time, I'll, I'll get paid. Um, not what I'm worth, but get a reasonable salary in return. Um, Does any small business owner actually get paid? Yeah, so <laughs> so it was just an industry that I had decided I'm going to see it out. Like, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to try and see where this goes. And I, and that's funny. At the start, I always gave myself a five-year window because everybody was telling me it takes five years to make it in real estate. Mm -hmm. So I got my license and I said, okay, let's see what I can accomplish in the five years. And after three, I really wasn't on the right track and, and I knew I had to change something and the opportunity came along and I took it and I, I feel like I've ran with it and here we are today. <laughs> that's, that, that's actually a really uh, a, a great thing to share too, uh, you know, and thanks for sharing that. I mean, that's a, that's some really personal stuff to say, hey, you were doing something wrong because I've seen, especially out here in this town, there's a lot of businesses that have tried doing something and like we've seen like the revolving, uh, you know, the, it's gotten the revolving door of businesses in the downtown area, right? And it's because they, they, there's something that's wrong, but then they don't change something, right? Yeah. And, and the line you said there um, of, you know, it's no one's responsibility to teach you these things and you gotta, you gotta grow, yeah. but finding mentors, let's talk about like what's, yeah, well, what's different about having a mentor now? Well, just building on what, what you just said, to me, one of my favorite sayings <laughs> that I always kind of, when change needs to happen, yeah. I always say like the definition of insanity is is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So that I told myself that right away when when I was doing the same thing over and over three years and and I was like, why why is this not working? Because I wasn't changing anything. So, but yeah, going on to the mentor, um, I learned a lot in in Sutton Group and and from the person that I was under for the first two or three years. Um, it, it wasn't any fault of his that, that I didn't grow or learn. It was more or less, I guess, how I started mm -hmm. and who I, and just the way it all came together, I don't think was the best start. R and wrong then, time, wrong yeah, just, and, and I, my mentor now, uh, Eric, he, like, he's the, the owner of Red Moose. He, he always kind of likes to remind me that, you know, he's like, technically you didn't start in real estate until February, 2017, because he, you know, he, he always says that like, you just weren't, um, you know, the first three years just wasn't what you, the business that you really were. And he's like, so he always wants me to tell people like, you started real estate January, 2017. Like that's the day you really began. Yeah. So for him, again, like he's he's taken me under his wing. Like when when Red Moose started, it was it was Eric and Joe were the two figureheads, the owners. We had a broker of record, and then myself. Mm -hmm. So it was a bit of a leap for me to to join an upstart brokerage, mm -hmm. you know, with no no credibility, no nothing. Um, but like I said, I needed a change. It was perfect timing there, though. What, what was there that made you say there was a change well it, me needing to change because it wasn't working and then um 
Like trusting the mentor that that poached me essentially or that that <laughs> wanted to to give me an opportunity yeah uh, that was hard for me too just to not only join the new brokerage because i didn't know how it, it was gonna be successful wise and then just trusting another mentor to maybe take me take me in a new direction was tough but i jumped in with them and um and it's it's been the best decision i ever made <laughs> that's a really great principle though to to talk about which is that 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 gut feeling that business owners, because like there's, you can do X amount of research. You can do all of the, I mean, you can spend a decade creating a business plan if you wanted to, right? Mm -hmm. But really, you know, we only have these 70 years. You have to have to balance that gut feeling, right? And then also listening to say whether or not it, it worked or not, and not wasting another 10 years on the wrong decision. So you, what, like that, that gut feeling to say, you know, this, this new brand, this is right. The right people are there yep. and it was worth taking a thing. But that's, that's important for people to do because some people, they don't take those chain, those risks and the other people, they take too many risks, right? So yep. you've hit a good balance, it seems. Yeah. You need to, when you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I know myself pretty well, so I don't know how well other people know themselves or think they know themselves, but I think when you know, like gut feeling, like you said, like for me, I go a lot off of what I'm feeling. I'm a very uh, um, emotional person. And, and so I, I do listen to my gut and I'm an only child. So I'm always kind of like figuring things out on my own, but you kind of deep down know when you need a change, you feel it, you feel it in your gut, you feel it in your bones, whatever, whatever you want to say, when something's not working, you do know. And it's just a matter of whether it's the right time to change or whether you're you're confident enough to make that change knowing you need to. Um, for me, I just I knew I needed that change. I was confident enough to make it happen because the other, you know, really it wasn't working the other way around. So it, it wasn't just confidence. It was out of sheer almost desperation, you could say, just to just to, okay, this is not working. It may seem like a desperate leap, a leap of faith to join a, an upstart company, but I'm going to do it feeling like this is the right choice for me. Gut feeling. So, as a as a person who's done a lot of work outside of entrepreneurship, and and you know, you look at like how do you feel your life has changed in the ten years you were doing, uh, you know, you're doing the bartending versus this five years of doing entrepreneurship. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I my life's changed quite a bit. Just. I, I, I find I matured late in life in a sense. So bartending for me was, was just a way to uh, stay young forever. <laughs> I, have a, I actually have a buddy that's a bartender. He calls himself Peter Pan. And he's like, he's 30 years old. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And uh, I just find that bartending, that industry, you know, it's, it's a place for people that maybe, you know, some people make a great living and I respect them and it, it's such hard work and it's, it's, it's a lot of multitasking, a lot of stress. Um, but it's also a place where people can go and make decent money and not have to grow up. <laughs> well, that's what so, I'm saying. You think 10 years at doing one profession and then you had a major change, got into real estate. Yeah. A couple of years later, you made a major change in taking a risk on things. Yeah. And it comes back to that that mindset, right? That is so important for a business owner to understand is like, what is your mindset? You know, uh, those habits that you build up for recognizing when you're in a bad place, when you need to change and when you need to just st like, 
Because, you know, you're going to be with Red Moose and hopefully for a long time. Yep. you got to also make sure you're not just changing randomly, right? No, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I'm not uh, as spontaneous as I think, I guess. Like, I, I really don't. When I know there needs to be a change, I change it. But I try and stick it out yeah, as long yeah. as I can. Like, like with each restaurant, I was, with, I was with the same restaurant group for 10 years. Yeah. I just kind of bounced around the restaurants when I had enough of one. I'd go to the next. But I'd spend two or three years in each one of them. So um, it's always been like that for me where I, I know when I need a change and I change it. But I'm at a point now where I feel like I've matured and that's another reason why this is working out a lot better than than maybe the first few years is I was transitioning from restaurant immaturity to to real estate all in like a year like I explained to you like it all kind of happened and then boom I was in the industry and I, I recognized that I needed to change a bit of my personality a bit of my maturity, those kind of things. If I wanted to be successful in real estate, mm -hmm. I needed to make sure that people understood that I was no longer, um, I, I don't want like that kid, you know, whether I was 27 or 26 or whatever, I'd call myself a kid. I needed to make people make sure that they knew that I was no longer that kid, mm -hmm. uh, that I'm, you know, that I'm taking real estate seriously. And, and honestly, that's pretty much in a nutshell, like all those things I've discussed is what what made things work from the first two or three years to the last two years, let's say. And it's just taking the business, um, uh, you know, more seriously, mm -hmm. um, making sure that I, I have my clients taking me seriously and, you know, the respect level back and forth, making sure everybody understands that, um, that I'm taking everything seriously. I'm respecting their views and, and how they want to do things. And, we have a job to do and it's sell a house. And that's what my focus is. Just making people realize that this is what I do now. Yeah. I strive to be really good at it. And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm not joking around anymore, which is what I might've been doing in the restaurants. Do you, do you see, <laughs> do you see more into the future now than maybe you did before at all? Like yeah. I, I want to see more into the future. Yeah. Like when I was in my twenties, I didn't want to care past uh, a week or two. Like I didn't want to think farther ahead in life because a, I was having fun and enjoying life. Yeah. So why, why would you want to switch it up or think ahead about your future when you're having a good time right then and there? Like I am a lot in have a good time in the present. Like I'm, I'm very impulsive in that way where if I want to go out and have a good time, I'm just going to go out and have a good time. If, yeah. if I want to you know, knowing that my responsibilities are completed, obviously, but it's, <laughs> it's more or less just, I don't know, I guess it, it's more just separating those two things and making people understand that, you know, that I'm, I'm capable of having fun and I'm mm -hmm. still that same guy inside, mm -hmm. but I've just matured a little and, and understood what it takes to go to the next level, which is seeing into the future a bit and, yeah, and trying to to um, see down the road as to where you could or might be. Like, like yeah. I talked about goal setting and things like that. It's it's really important to do that yeah, for do you, success. <laughs> do you guys do that at, at Redmond? Like, do you guys do any things like, hey, where are we going to be in 10 years? That kind of so thing? I work, like, there's about 12 of us in the brokerage at this point, oh, uh, wow. agent-wise, and I'm I work directly with, for, for Eric, um, who's the owner. So we, and then there's another gentleman that works with us as well. So there, we're a small team of three that really 
tries and sticks together and then the other agents are more independent. Um, so we, we have, let's say every month or two, we'll, we'll get together and have a, a meeting for a couple hours based on what we've done over the last month, what we expect to do over the next few months, um, and just kind of defining what we need to do to get there. So do we actually have like a page where we write out goals and what we want to do? No, not for the Red Moose team, but I personally yeah. um, have written out things that, that I would like to meet, you know, um, deal-wise, money-wise, all those kind of things. So, yeah, and I, I've noticed ever since I started to to do that, um, it, it's helped, which, you know, back in public school when, when I knew you and, yeah, yeah. and high school and MSIP and things, and they tell us to, oh, okay, we're going to spend this hour goal setting and writing our goals out. And I had no, I saw no value in that yeah. when I was that age, but it's funny how much things come full circle. And now it's the complete opposite. I'm just like, wow, how did I not do that before? It's yeah. probably why I was stunted for so long. And in, <laughs> in business there too, right? It was, um, I, I really, the first couple of years, I didn't knew any of that. I just said, you know, I just kind of thought about what is I should be doing in business. Oh, I should be helping clients. Oh, I should be doing some advertising. Oh, I should be doing this, right? But like when Sean and I, when we started this uh, this this new business, and we started actually writing those things down, there's power in it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's in the moment. So we we're talking about that spontaneous Ryan versus yeah. you know planning Ryan, right? Yeah. When you're when you let that spontane you know that spontaneous side of you make decisions in the moment, you are just thinking about right now. Yeah. But when you've written it down, it's kind of says no. You're using complete rationality because you're saying these are what I need to do later, and then when later comes. You got to listen to that thing. Yep. And if you're getting off, there's no, you can't say, well, I was doing this. Like, no, this is what you should be doing. Yeah, it holds you, it holds you yeah. accountable essentially. Cool. And, and it's, yeah, for me, it's, um, it just, it holds me accountable and motivates me all at the same time to make me realize what could happen at the end of the year. If, if I, you know, if I hold up my end of the bargain essentially. So, and, and also you're saying you're part of a team. I'd be kind of curious, like, what would it be what would it be like if you were kind of on your own like you didn't have that mentorship you didn't have that team <laughs> been thinking about that a lot lately um just in general and it's ryan hodges real deal yeah well it's, it's <laughs> no it's um i love being a part of red moose we have a very good uh, business model yeah that i can see myself going with forever and ever um my mentor has always had this idea that um whatever works for me whether it's being under him for the rest of time or, or, you know, building my own network and, and branching out from underneath him. Either way, he's, he's very supportive. And, and right now it's, um, you know, I, it's a question for me going into next year, goal setting and everything. Like I'm, I'm thinking ahead to next year, whether, you know, I, I, I continue to work underneath him and, and, or if I, if I go out on my own and with real estate, it's, um, it's all about opportunity and, and leads. <laughs> so um, he's he's very generous with the opportunities that he gives and the leads that he gives. And for me, it's working out, you know, fairly well. So I'd like to to see this team out, you know, and, and see where it leads. But I, I know myself. I know how independent I am. I know um, what I want to accomplish mm-hmm. and 
and at times I'm, I'm a little difficult to work with. So, <laughs> so when it comes to maybe mentors and, and yeah. bosses, when it comes to my clients, I don't think many of them will say that, but so I have thought of a lot about just branching out on my own, doing things my own way, but working for him has really worked for me. Well, what, I was, <laughs> so. what I was kind of getting at, and, and you've actually, you know, you kind of stumbled on something really interesting to me, which is, uh, like, cause we're building a team here as well. Right. Mm -hmm. And, Ideally, what you want in a business, especially a startup, from what I've read, and this is my own thoughts, is to, you want to recruit entrepreneurs. But if you're recruiting entrepreneurs, those are self-sufficient people, independently driven, you know, so maybe this yeah. is a little bit of you, right? But they're not going to be with you forever. But how does that, and this, just to get your perspective as someone who is in that position, as yep. someone who has just stated, right, I, like, yep. he's probably going to hear this, right? You know? 100%. Yep. Um, it's like, how does that make you, does, do you think that's going to make you either work harder for the, the team you're with now, stay longer versus someone who's just like, well, this Ryan guy, he's got aspirations, so I don't want to give him too much. Yeah. Like for me and where exactly, for me personally, I love being a part of a team. I've played team sports my entire life. Yeah. Like I used since, to watch you back yeah, in high school, man. Since I was... I, like I, I started playing hockey when I was three. I started playing soccer when I was the same age. I, I played every sport in high school and I, I loved being a part of a team. So for me, um, I guess maybe at times the definition of a team to certain people are different. And that's maybe where, where my mentor and I, you know, don't always see eye to eye, but for me and growth, I love a team. I love people that you can go to, that you trust, that you know are capable of, of helping you if you need it. And then I love being that go-to guy that if somebody wants or needs help, please ask me. You know what I mean? And, and so for me, and I, I have these issues of, of expectation levels because I feel like when I help somebody, I really go all out I can to, to get to help them. So sometimes when I want help in return, mm -hmm. I, ex I have these levels of expectation that maybe isn't fair. But at the end of the day, like I love being a part of a team. Um, Red Moose has given me that opportunity to be a part of a really successful team. And then Eric and, and Mike and I, the three of us have built uh, something that I feel like can be, can be really, really successful going forward. And it's just a matter of, all three of us are very individual um, people that have our own aspirations, our own ideas and our own, um, you know, areas of where we think things will go. Um, but, you know, with that being said, it's the secret to me to a good team is trust and equality. And and that's that makes that makes a team tick and it makes everybody in the team work harder for each other because they know that guy I can trust is going to, to do everything he can to, to help us in the same way that I'm gonna. So for me, if everybody buys into the team and a team is, is better as a whole than an individual. With that being said, teams are incredibly hard to keep. <laughs> um, I always go back to, 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 to sports and um, a good team dynamic is, is almost impossible to keep because, you know, over time, the individuals of the team maybe start to come out and, and, and then there becomes conflict and things like that. So 
And real estate's an incredibly cutthroat industry and, and you only get paid when you, you do a deal. There's no hourlies, there's no salaries, there's no, even though I said salary earlier. It's, it, yeah, it's all or nothing. And at times you, you do question, you know, the team that you're with and, and if, okay, are they, are they going, you know, are they, are they thinking only about themselves and what's, what's best or are they, are they, are they thinking about all of us and, and how, you know, how, how well we're all going to do. And at the end of the day, the right team and the, the best team are people that are all thinking about each other and how we can all grow to, to be as successful as we can all be. Well, so maybe we'll attack one last topic there before yep. we're done there, but yep. th this team thing. So how would you, so you've seen a couple different real estate places. Mm -hmm. What, what creates a better team do you find? Like what, what have you seen where you know, like, cause okay, the team's not going to last forever, but how yep. do you keep a team going for a little longer? Just, just speaking about teams in general, not, not specifying whether it's a sports team, real estate yeah, team, yeah. anything. Um, I, I think a successful team is open and honest with each other about everything <laughs> that, that has to do with the team. Mm -hmm. Like the, I don't need to know, about you know my buddy's marriage if yeah. i'm on a soccer team i just yeah like sure. but open and honesty about the team the dynamic where things are headed and 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 where we expect things to be like that's so important is defining defining goals amongst a team and 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 working towards them that to me is the most important thing um and then trust in any team is is yeah so trust honesty openness and and a direct plan that everybody can share and understand uh, as to where you want to go with your team is yeah. is to me the most important things awesome well yeah. thank you so much ryan this was yeah. really uh well one it was really good on a personal level that kind of reconnect for a little bit there that's yeah, a lot of the reason why i'm here it's uh, yeah. i told sean like I'm, I'm good friends with sean but i, yeah. I also told him it'd be good to see mike again yeah. haven't haven't crossed paths since high school and, and i i told him we were we rolled in different friendship groups we were different people back then but it's nice to connect as adults <laughs> yeah. awesome dude well thank you so much yeah appreciate it thanks You've been listening to the Small Town Business Podcast from business content soon to be marketpie.ca. You can find this podcast and more at marketpie.ca and for a short while, businesscontent.ca. Thank you so much for listening and get in touch on social. We're on the Facebooks, the Instagram, and anywhere else you may be on social. This is Michael Pacito from Business Content slash Market Pie, and we'll see you guys next time.